The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You know what this is? Uh, I just drove the getaway car. I'm, I shouldn't be on surveillance. VHS tape, the junior VHS! Yeah. I, I got a TV with a VHS on it. Do you? Yes, I do. Those were the days. Classic. Right? You know what I have on VHS? What? Kyle Petty's Hey Buddy, Buddy Tour. Tour! Yes! Do yeah, you really? I do. Yeah, I think we made uh, $4.75 off that. That was a big, big money maker for us. You know, I probably bought some nice jean shorts with money like that. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm going to say, and I'm glad you brought it up, because the socks jamming. Yeah, they were. And the t-shirt yeah. throwback. But I'm going to say classic jorts or whatever they were. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not really sure where. When your boxers hang out that much below them. Ooh. Yeah, that was classic. You know what we call that? What do we call it? Catastrophic failure. Ah! Let's start the show. <laughs> From the Big Oak Table, it's Wednesdays with Dale Jr. I'm Rutledge Wood, sitting next to my friend Kyle Petty. Guys, it is always a fun time to be here with yes, you. Yes, it is. Only talk about what was on the VHS tape. Well, well, I mean, people will see later. I just, I yeah. think we call that a, a teaser. That was you are going to see it. I, I mean, yes. I don't know. We need to. Technology today, you will see what's on that VHS tape. It's just out of camera shot oh. that Dale Jr. brought, uh, guys. First off, coming off a, a great week uh, yes. in Darlington, we want to know if you guys have questions for Dale Jr., use that hashtag right down there, Winsdale. It feels weird because you're taking Wednesday and changing it to Winsdale, but then once you do it, it feels so right. Yeah. I promise. <laughs> guys, anything, uh, I'm trying to think anything in the news Nothing. we should talk about? Yeah, I don't know. Anything going on? a slow on? week. Did you get a haircut or anything? No, not yet. I oh, oh, I just remembered. I saved a bunch of money on my car insurance. <laughs> no. I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express, so there we go. Yeah. Uh, guys, so it turns out some big news this week. Uh, it turns out there are multiple reports that the 78 team of Furniture Row Racing is packing it up. Now, there's a lot of different pieces here that go along. First off, there's a ton of people on that team that are suddenly looking to find another team to move to next year. So obviously we're thinking about them because there's a lot of moving pieces, a lot of families involved there. But also what that means is what's going to happen with Martin Truex Jr. And certainly a lot of people are wondering what happens with Cole Pern. For you guys, with these multi reports and where they're going, are these two going to stay together? And is that a big deciding difference of where they end up? You know, I don't. It'll be fun to see uh, how loyal they are to each other. But I think that you want to keep them together, and I think that they would w like to stay together. I think that they both complement each other really well. A lot of people are gonna, you know, think that Cole Pern may be the bigger piece of that puzzle. Um, but I would, I would, I would think that that would be underestimating Martin Trix Jr. and what he brings to the table as a driver. Yeah. The one thing about Martin Trix Jr. is not only is he great behind the wheel, but he's great. Uh, you know, from out behind yeah. the wheel during the week. I mean, yeah. this guy does everything you need from a, from a sponsor standpoint, marketable guy. And so, you know, he's not got a lot of baggage, doesn't cause a lot of problems, isn't in the media, you know, creating storms yeah. every week. 
So really easy going guy. When I work with drivers in the Xfinity series, it's a it's like uh, you know it's awesome when they're easy to work with. <laughs> For outside, sure. They, all yeah. of them want to go race. All of them want to go win. But the ones that are easy to work with out of the car are even better. And so that's turnkey in Martin Trex Jr. You're going to get a, you know a championship driver that's that's great outside the car. And I think they complement each other really well. I hope they stick together. When when I heard the rumblings about this. Um, months ago, you know, the potential that that team could be going away. Uh, that was my initial thought is like, man, these two need to stay yeah. together with what they've been able to build. And one of the things that is difficult with, with drivers and crew chiefs is kind of figuring out which, what the driver likes. And Cole, sure. knows, yeah. Cole knows those things. Yeah. He can go no matter where they go, if they go to Joe Gibbs or wherever. He can go right into that organization and build a car around Martin Trench Jr. that's going to be competitive yeah. and fast right out of the gate. It doesn't take, you know, if, he, if, if you change that up, it's going to take the new crew chief or the new yeah. driver a while to learn what's going on and what they like. So I think that that would be the best for them two guys to stick together wherever they go. Yeah, and, and I, I do agree with that. I, I do agree because I think there are a, there's, there's times in a driver's career where you and the crew chief are one. And yeah. you just, you just, I'm sorry that didn't happen with you and Steve Latart. But <laughs> <laughs> joke, joke, that's a yeah, joke. I joke. But, but, and we've gone through a lot of, you, you had different crew chiefs, I had different crew chiefs. When you see a guy, two guys, a crew chief and a driver mesh like that, you say, yeah, man, you got to do everything you can as an owner as, to, to keep those guys together. Yeah. Now, my concern is this. I love Martin Truex. He fits in. You can plug him in any, any puzzle. Just take him, put him at Hendrick put him at Gibbs, put him at Penske. He, he just fits. Cole Pern, my T-shirt hoodie-wearing friend, he's a little bit like me. While everybody's going that way, he's going off over here to find his way back. Um, and I couldn't fit in every organization. I know I couldn't. So how does a Cole Pern go to a starch shirt, creased pants, Joe Gibbs organization? Because we're hearing he's going to the 19. And, right. and, and that hurts Multiple me for my reports. man Daniel Suarez because I am a huge Daniel Suarez fan, I, and hopefully there's something there. We don't know all the pieces, but that what, what what that's what we're hearing. But I mean, how do you see? And and I'll throw this back to you. How do you see a guy that that outlier there who has been so successful fitting into something like that? Well, I think he'll be on a team. You own a yeah. team. That's why I'm saying that. I think that the team would make adjustments to allow Cole to be the individual yeah. he is. And I think, too, that payday that Cole would have coming is yeah. also going to make, you know, yeah. it's going to ask of him to make adjustments Good to point. fit into that Good box, point. right? Yeah. Uh, I think everybody would be willing to flex a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with his, with his ability to take that team and create what he was able to create, I think that you know teams would be able to take a, a little point. bit of his individuality. Yeah. Uh, he may even be, you know, a spark yeah. to some of the other crew chiefs and some of the other people in the building. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe create a little change. Get those guys yeah. thinking outside the box themselves a little bit. Yeah. You just never know what kind of ideas and uh, things that he might bring to the table. That was the good thing about bringing <laughs> a new crew chief in was he's going to bring all new ideas. Yeah. And, and so they, they've worked with, if they do if, you know, end up at Gibbs, they know him pretty well. Yeah. You know, they know what they're getting. And uh, so I think it would work really well there. Now, if he goes somewhere else, it'd yeah. be a little different story. Yeah. 
Um, but, I, you know, I think that if he goes to Gibbs, they kind of know exactly what kind of crew chief he is. The crazy thing, that, uh, there are all these pieces, and, and we hear different stuff. Like you said, you heard this, Romings, of this yeah. months ago. It's not a lot of times that you would hear about a team winning a championship and, and then folding because there had been uh, mentions of maybe he goes to the 41 or maybe this moves. And still, we're hearing multiple reports that says he's going to the 19. We haven't heard anything that is – totally confirming that yet but the interesting thing you sit there and go okay here's a guy daniel suarez who is a champion right who has international appeal young guy tons of energy and i have to think that wasn't necessarily everyone's first thought of that's who should be getting out of the seat but i think with those with those four team caps that you've got i'm not sure if gibbs felt like they have a lot of other solutions i personally if if you were talking to me for a business owner i don't think i would want to turn away the youthful appeal that, that Daniel has and that quality, I don't think that's where I yeah, would maybe look at that yeah. first one. But I also don't know right now, are those other teams who were thinking about Martin a few weeks ago, suddenly is this escalating those things? Are, yeah. are we possibly seeing, like, is everybody thinking, oh, it'll be at the 19, but we yeah. could all be this totally wrong? Yeah, I mean, it, we're, we're guessing. Let be honest. Okay, it's seven days from now. Nobody's going to remember this show. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, the news, this, this the news, news cycle is right. 24 hours. Yeah, so, so we just know what's been thrown on the table, right? And we don't know everything that's been thrown on the table. It's just like, it, I mean, it, and we can look at it a lot of different ways. And you can say, oh, this, oh man, this works perfect. And you convince yourself that's what's going to happen. And then when it happens, it's like, oh yeah, that works perfect too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I don't. That's the. I mean, Gibbs has had to make this type of decision two years in a row yeah. now, with the with bringing in Eric yeah. Jones and 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 uh, moving out Kenseth. Um, it's it's a very very challenging decision to make for 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 Joe Gibbs Racing, but it's also a good problem to have. So much talent, yeah. so much you know, so much opportunity that they don't have race cars for everybody. Yeah. Um, so and they had the same problem with Carl Edwards, right? When right. when Carl decided he was going to yeah. step away. You suddenly go wait. Uh, yeah, but but he did it different then. When he when he said sure. uh, when Carl stepped away at the last minute, he had he had Daniel and he had Eric. So we slide in. This is a champion driver. He was our 2017 champion. That's our champion crew chief. A 2017 champion. I mean, that's that's totally different than Carl saying. I'm going away. Right. Who can I shuffle? Have How you ever seen it? something like that happen in the sport where uh, uh, someone won the championship so quickly here. and then took it? Not, not this, Dale. Not me. But <laughs> not yeah. yeah. So Dad wins a championship in 1980 with Rod Osterlin, and then mid- midway through the next season, Osterlin sells the team uh, right out from under everyone to J.D. Stacy. So, um, and that's just one scenario that's sort of similar where a successful owner decides, hey, this yeah. is a deal too good to be true. I'm going to move out, and, and Dale, you and you, your guys are going to work with this other guy that you're, is a complete stranger. <laughs> you know, so, uh, that, and that was a difficult situation for Dad, which ultimately led him to, to change rides and go to RCR in yeah. the middle of the season, like yeah. two races later. Yeah. You know, so that's the thing that I'm most excited about. Is not, I mean, obviously, it's going to be interesting where Martin ends up, where yeah. Cole ends up, but what dominoes does this start to knock down? Where you know we'll we'll have to you know understand what that does mean for Daniel and beyond. You know we're hearing rumblings throughout the garage of other driver changes yeah. and, and teams looking for drivers as well. So I think that this could be one of the craziest silly seasons that yeah. we've had in a really long time with a lot of driver changes and teams changing 
personnel. So. Yeah, because you threw you threw people back on the table and you took a team away. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And you took a team. And, and Barney Visser has meant a lot to this sport. I mean, from 2005 when he showed up with Kenny Wallace and they ran and, and you know, from Regan Smith winning a race with him and, and Kurt Busch. And all, I mean, he has, he put in the time. He climbed the mountain. He got the trophy. He just doesn't want to play anymore. That's what it appears. Yeah. And, and that's okay. That's his prerogative. Um, I, I look at, as, you, as we look at, and you talk about your dad and talk about Australia, personnel-wise, I look at, I go back to, to 19, I guess 1981, right along in there, uh, when Kel Yarborough and Tim Brewer and Harold Elliott all escaped Ingle Holler in North Carolina and went to MC Anderson's um, to run. They had finished second to your dad in 1980 in the championship. That group. And that was basically a championship team because they had won multiple championships together with Kale uh, at Junior Johnson's. And they went down there and ran a limited schedule. Uh, and they kept those guys together. And they had success. MC built that team uh, into a team that could contend week in and week out everywhere they went. It didn't make any difference. So personnel-wise, it, it's a little bit like, like that, trying to keep a team together. But, um, and it's, it's strange when a team gets to the top and then says, Planted my flag. See you guys later. Yeah, yeah. and and it is. It's hard to kind of wrap your mind around it because we thought, oh, well, yeah. they're just going to keep going. When you have this success, they're out driving the company that's supplying them uh, of the materials of which they're driving. Like a lot of people didn't see. What does that mean for someone like Daniel though, who is getting closer and closer to that first win, who has performed, who is a champion? You know, with with rides like the '95 out there, possibly changing manufacturers. There's so many different pieces. Depends on where you end up. Yeah. I think it just depends on where you end up. Do you yeah, know? yeah. I mean, I just, I don't, I, until we know exactly where, yeah. you know, what's going to happen with that 19, I hate to even make, you know. That's right. I don't even want to have to think about Daniel because, you know, we've just had him on the show. Great yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, you know, he belongs in a competitive car. He's shown his ability to, yeah. you know, make that work. And he's starting to really kind of get some traction where he's at right now. Just had a great run at Pocono. And so I almost, don't even want to think about yeah. like the repercussions of what that does yeah. for Daniel until you have to, um, until it's it's you know until it's confirmed that Martin goes into the 19. But like, it, they may already have a contract signed. Sure, that's right. Know, that's right. Like Martin Truex Jr. and Cole Pern could already have an agreement on the table yeah. that we don't know. Yeah. But there could you know another thing that could be happening is that now people see that they are available. There, there could one be one or both. There could be a bidding war for yeah, these guys sure. that could be going on uh, under the table that we don't know about. Yeah. So we we'll just need to be well, patient and wait and see how it plays out. Like I don't, say it, could, it might get it, it catastrophic, catastrophic crazy. It, it would be. <laughs> I, hope that, today. I, hope, I hope Martin has a good therapist because it's like that that old uh, that old saying, "Always a bridesmaid, never a bride." Yeah. Each team my man's been at yeah. ends up turning the lights yeah. off, and after a while, you're like, "Guys, whoa! Is it yeah. is it me? Is it something I said?" <laughs> I hope not. I hope it's just timing. But the one thing, uh, you know, the the one thing that'll be the hardest for for those guys is to try to maintain their focus. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're one of the big three. That's right. You know, they, two weeks ago we're calling them the big three. Today yeah. we're calling them Hasta La Vista, baby. Yeah. I'm out of business. Signs yeah. in the yard. How crazy is that? There that is, two weeks ago they are the big three. There's a there is. I know a lot of people are going to assume that you know they could fall off in performance just because it'd be tough yeah. to focus. I see it another way. Them guys being a satellite team all the way up there, it's a last hurrah. Yeah. They may. 
just put they, it all on the yeah, line, yeah. right? They may because also come if, out with yeah. guns blazing. If they, they feel like they're they auditioning, they if they're yeah. trying to audition for a job next year, right. every crew guy, every yeah. you know shock specialist, interior. If you come off as a champion, yeah. they're not it's auditioning. You know what they can do. Yeah, I yeah mean, it's true. Yeah, you know what these. I just, do. I think it could be actually the opposite. Instead of them sort of falling off a little bit because of this, this yeah. being a. You know, this occupying their mind and their thoughts. I think it might be the other way around, where just they open it up a can. Yeah. Open a can. Up. My, my granddad used to have this. <laughs> my granddad used to have this saying: "You can't play poker with a crazy man." Mm. Okay, they may be crazy enough right now to just put it all on the right. line and just go, and they're going to be hard to guard. True that. Coming up, Kevin Harvick revealed last night on his radio show that he is stepping away from the Xfinity Series. Did this incident with Ross Chastain at Darlington have anything to do with that? We'll hear what Harvick said when we come back. NASCAR America is brought to you by Mobile One Annual Protection. Proven protection for 20,000 miles. car series is on NBCSN as the sun sets on a memorable season. Can Scott Dixon hold off American Alexander Rossi and capture his fifth championship? The Grand Prix of Sonoma Sunday, September 16th on NBCSN. Well done, Fred. Well, well, well done. We're really getting good at these. really getting good at these promo reads. Yeah. Do you guys want to take a little trip back? Let's take a trip back. Let's just go back okay. to Saturday night's Xfinity race at Darlington. 36 laps to go. Ross Chastain battling Kevin Harvick for the lead. And then this magic happens. Both cars wreck, causing both drivers a chance at the win. With the two-day schedules and my family and, and all the things that came up this year, just because of you know the way that the schedules worked out and the races that I chose, I just needed to to focus on my cup car and, and the things that are happening there. So it's not to say that I won't run one here or there just to, you know, if we have a sponsor or somebody who, who needs something or there's a new racetrack, that's intriguing. But, you know, I think for me, there's no more planned Xfinity races. Uh, that'll be the last one. So that was Kevin talking on his Sirius XM radio show. And I'll be honest, I, I used to, to have a lot of fun at college football tailgates. And sometimes if I felt like people weren't appreciating my dancing, I would say, I am never going to dance at this tailgate again. <laughs> not in these shorts. Not, not today. Not in these shorts. Is that what we heard? Did you come back and dance? <laughs> you know I did. You right. know he did. So in, in that vein, <laughs> is Kevin saying, you guys don't appreciate that I'm going out here putting on a show? I'm just going to take a little time for me. Or is he saying, yeah, I thought about it. I got so much crap for racing Saturday and what happened. I'm just not interested in any more of that. I think it's a little bit of both. I think that he knew – he obviously knows his schedule way yeah. beforehand. So this is something that he has probably – you know, this is something yeah. that he was eventually going to say regardless of what happened on the racetrack at Darlington. Hey, I'm not going to build a five- or ten-race schedule anymore – I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna uh, try to obtain the sponsorship to to run these type of races. Sure. The one thing that I know about Kevin Harvick, and I think he mentioned it in there, is that he he is a savvy businessman. He's really smart about how to network and maximize the sponsor, sponsor opportunities that he gets. Most of the sponsors, some of the sponsors at least, that he has, he has cultivated 
from running Xfinity races. Yeah. Through those Xfinity race relationships, grew those into full-time or part-time Cup Series sponsorships. So he understands the value in being able to run those yeah. Xfinity races when those can be placed into packages that work for him to be able to build those sponsorships. Yeah. So, And he says it just as much in those words. Yeah, he did. I'm going to run a race if it makes sense. If it makes sense. For a sponsorship yeah. package. That's really all I'm doing. Yeah. I'm running a race this year for at Richmond for Hellman's, and Hellman's is going to also sponsor additional races on one of the other cars. That's why I run that yeah, race. Sure. Yeah. You know, I'm going to have a little fun while I do it. <laughs> you know, why not? As long as I'm, I'm. I don't think he's saying sour grapes like, man, I'm, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't want to play anymore because yeah. of what happened last week. It is interesting the timing, right? Because that's uh, yeah. a lot of people see that the, timing and the, wonder. The timing is interesting, but the other thing that he said there that that caught me that I don't believe I heard before was with these two-day shows. Yeah. Well, you've got to focus on your car. You don't. Yeah. We don't have the luxury of going in and practicing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. When it's a two-day show and it's practice, qualify, impound, see you Sunday, come back and run, it's a different game. It's a, it's a different game, yeah. and it's a different game for the crew chiefs. It's a different game for the drivers. Now, he's, he knows that. Yeah. He knows that's what it's been. So, and I agree. I don't think he just sat down and said, oh, that happened Saturday. This is my, my decision. I think it's been. I think it's, it's too big. It's too, yeah. There's too much planning to get these races together for him to just go, you know what? I didn't like what happened Saturday and yeah. how all that went down. Oh, yeah. I'm done. And see how y'all like that. Right. I think that, you know, regard, I think that he's probably interested in the reaction from everyone. Yeah, sure. From that news. You know, he certainly is probably curious about how people took that bit of news. Yeah. Uh, he's taking he, down everybody's name that's cheering. Right. And he's remembering everybody's cheering. name. Cheering. Let's be cheering. honest. Cheering. I, it was <laughs> cheering, not cheering. Yeah. Cheering. Cheering. Yeah. So I got you. Sitting, yeah. It was such a cool thing to, to sit with you on the Peacock Pit Box and get to just watch that race with you. That was such a cool yeah. thing. And you kept tapping on the screen every time Harvick would go by because you're like, my man's going to the front. Yeah. And it is so exciting, honestly, to watch Harvick. On any racetrack, yeah. he gets out there and he puts it all out. And especially on a on a Saturday afternoon like that, it's a great show. And and I think that's what I think fans will take away going like, well, I mean, on one side we get the whole we don't think Cup drivers should maybe race as much, yeah. but also they go, but but I I mean I do want to see Harvick race on a yeah. Saturday. I, like, I want to see Kyle Busch go at it. With I'll them. say this on that. I like the I like the the cup guys in the series a limited amount i like the the rules we have today yeah. they're also continuing to make rules for next year as far as the points fund goes that should help some yeah. of the regular teams at least the, the the regular series teams that finished up toward the front um i i feel like if you remove the cup cup guys completely that it would be a detriment to this to the series yes. long term yeah. it'd be a, it'd, it'd be just another it'd be an, it'd be a Similar to the Arca series, yeah. or too similar yeah. to the Arca series. Agree. And how else? Agree. Would... Agree. I'm going to say this. I, I think I think it would be detrimental to the series and to the drivers because I think no matter what you want to say, yeah. and no matter what Ross Chain, Chastain says, he learned something. He learned something from Kevin Harvick. I can't deny. You know I mean? Yeah. yeah and you learn something racing against people that are better than you yeah. and have more experience. You get that little bit of knowledge, and then you take it back to your game to your yard and you play and you 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 try it on your guys and see if it works. Yeah. And then when you have that opportunity to jump the cup, then you already know a little bit yeah. about what the game is. Yeah. And it is a huge gut jump already from Xfinity to cup. I think that I can't deny that I didn't I learned a lot from Mark Martin when I raced in the series. I'd never like to see it go back to the mid that two thousands when we had fifteen guys running oh, yeah. Charlotte. I wouldn't want to compete against that as a regular owner in the series. I don't I definitely love the change that 
uh, when they took the cup guys out of the yeah. ability to run for the championship. Yeah. That that give us something to yes. shoot for and aim for every year. It completely changed the, the demographic of our team and our company going forward. So there's been a lot of great changes yeah. that have, you know, as far as the limitations for the cup guys that has helped our company. And uh, but, but to take them out completely, I think, would be a huge mistake. Yeah. And let's give props. The reason that we know how impressive Ross Chastain was is because he held Harvick off for so long. He led that race in front of cup drivers. It was awesome to watch. Coming up, Sunday's race at Indy will be the 25th running of the Brickyard 400. We'll discuss some of our favorite moments that took place on the famed Yard of Bricks. Wednesdays with Dale Jr. We'll be right back. There's just an energy, and there's always been an energy about about the Speedway there that you can feel people that have been there in the past that aren't with us anymore. You, you sense that there's something else going on other than what's physically happening on that day. I mean, you know there's other people there that have been there in the past. Uh, and it's, it's just a place that has uh, such a, a deep history uh, that you, you just, it's just bigger than what, whatever's going on and whatever you're there for that day, the Speedway is just bigger than that. 25 years at the Brickyard. Doesn't seem like it. Yeah, it does. It doesn't, doesn't right? That's crazy. You were there. Were you there for the first yes. test? Yes. What, do you have some fond memories of that first <laughs> test? I bet you, you know do. What? It, was, it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, but I'm going to say this, and, and what Tony said, it, the ghost of people. I, I felt like you were walking into somebody else's church, and you didn't belong there. You know what I mean? Because this was for open wheel. Tony George said it best. We're going here. We're not. We're not belittling the, the old tradition we're starting you you're pointing at the grass how they're close it is at, yeah i'm but, watching them like they're right okay look at the grass there. okay here's the deal look here's, at you, man. You're getting here's the funny part you're i'll tell you a story right there. what are you doing <laughs> here i'll tell you a story are later about the grass for but test? it was so much fun they, they had 20 30 40 000 people there i videoed it i put a camera in the car uh took an old spark plug uh box and mounted the spark plug box Tie wrapped it to the roll bar, took my video camera, mounted it on top, and, and right here. And this is the best part. When you get to the corners, you'd pull so many G's that the tape, it was a little VH, a little small tape, the tape would run off the reel a little bit, and then it would come back was on. Was it so necessary that you look through the lens to make sure you were filming what you needed yes, to Yes, you did then. You didn't have to be like, Come on, people, it's Man, 25 if you, years. If you held it right here... No way. You would have no. never got this. No. Is, listen, it's not, a, it's not a flipping camera. It's not a freaking phone here, people. Out here, you'd have never captured your intended oh, look. target. No so way. it's so easy to make fun of somebody 25 years later. I see how, I see how <laughs> you make it pretty easy. Honest question. <laughs> Honest question. Did you, was your hair like, were those. Your hair We're is not almost glowing, hair. Listen, but listen, it's like a different listen, shade. Listen. Yeah. Was it like, did I you use sun in? We always see it pulled back so tight. If you let it turn it loose, does it go back? Does it? No, here's the problem. If I, if I pull it, it look at that. Yeah. These it does. Oh my gosh, it, but it's the gorgeous. problem is I pull it back tight because if I drop it, my whole face drops. It's like a facelift thing. <laughs> So what what happened um, to you in the car there? How, how would you say your first Brickyard race went? Was it your first No, one? no, it wasn't my first one. I, so I'm going to tell you, the, I'm, I'm tell you my, yeah. my Brickyard story. So you saw the grass. Right. We used that grass up. We used that grass. You'd drop your left front, and it helped the car turn. So, and, and it's kind of like the story you told about the big bar versus small bar and your dad. And, so, and, and it's like it didn't make the car turn. So 
The morning of one of the races that we were up there, I wrecked real hard in this race, but the morning they brought in these, these ripple strips and put along the edge, and they put these, look like um, croquet ricket, wickets, yeah. these round things over. So race started, we started running down over those ripple strips, throwing those pieces of metal up in the, in the racetrack and blowing tires. Jeff Gordon blew tire. God, I mean, everybody. There were a lot of people. So I'm running second to Johnny Benson. I go into turn four. Spalding uh, Marlins behind me. I blow a right oh, front no. tire. I hit. Sterling hits me right oh. there. Throttle hangs. I'm knocked out right here. I hit the outside. Then I come back across and hit the inside. Ah. Okay? Hit the inside. Look how narrow the front of that yeah. car is. Okay. I'm knocked out. I am knocked out in that car. So I'm laying there. See me on the ground right here? See, they roll the thing over. So I'm knocked out in this car, Dale. And my head's down in my lap, and my arms are down, and I can't move anything. When Sterling hit me, it drove the left front tire up on the, on the manifold on the top of the engine and the throttle hung. So it went back and gained speed. So I'm knocked out, and you're, you're laying there in the car, and it's like you're beginning to wake up, you know, like you've had surgery. You're beginning to wake up, and... I'm, I'm, I just start praying. I start praying that I'm alive. You know what I mean? And I keep trying to move my legs and my hands. And I can't move anything, and I'm praying, I'm praying. And finally, I realize I can't move my hands, and I can't move my legs. So I'm not alive. So then I start praying, please, God, when I open my eyes, let me be standing at the fir- pearly gates. And then I hear Sterling talking. Mm-hmm. And I know if Sterling's there and I'm dead, we ain't, we ain't in heaven. <laughs> we, we ain't in heaven, dude. <laughs> Sterling was not on the fast track for heaven. I'm not saying Sterling wasn't neither. So then I start praying that So they cut the top off, they pick me up, and they lay me on the ground. You saw me on the ground there on the backboard. Sterling tells the rest of the story. I'm on the backboard. Sterling said they started to pick me up. When they picked me up, I screamed like a girl. I had a neck brace on. They had my arms tied up on me, all this stuff. You know, those little um, styrofoam neck brace things they, they make you wear with the thing. So Sterling said, they picked me up, I screamed like a girl, they set me down. They picked me up, I screamed like a girl, they set me down. Sterling said, hey, if you'll quit standing on his ponytail, he'll quit screaming. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was standing on my hair, and every time he picked me up, <laughs> I just yank you. I screamed like a girl. He picked me up, they threw me in the thing, took me off. I had like six broke ribs, uh, dislocated shoulder, uh, broken scapula. I mean, I was beat all to pieces, man. It narrowed the right front frame rail. I think it brought it in six inches, and the left front frame rail it brought in almost five. The car was like this. Yeah. It was crazy. I'm sure glad you're here to tell that story. Yes, I am, too, because I, I was not going to be in heaven at that point in time in my life, man. <laughs> that was, was going to be a rough road. That's tough. <laughs> I hope you guys watch that story later and relive it, because that's pretty fantastic. Hey, as we head for Indy, it's time for you, the fans, to make your voice heard, because it is time for the most popular driver. That's right, the polls are open for the awards in each of NASCAR's top three series for most popular driver. Now, through November 27th, you can vote once a day at nascar.com slash most popular driver. The award winner for the Monster Energy Cup Series will be announced at the postseason banquet November 29th in Las Vegas, which you can watch here on NBCSN. Now, based on what we've seen this season, I think we know who's the favorite to win the award. And judging by this tweet, Bubba Wallace knows, too. He's already wished Chase Elliott congrats. Uh, and if we know Chase Elliott, that makes him extremely uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. It's like, okay, yeah. guys, just be cool. Just hey, be man. cool. I'm going to let it be a I surprise. Don't, you never assume anything. Right? Yeah. Never. That's, That's the way I'm, I'm, I see those uh, tweets. I've seen them from a couple drivers today. Parker, I think, even. Parker Klinger <laughs> even, even said something. But... 
it makes you incredibly uncomfortable because you, that's something that you never assume. Yeah, you know, Says you never the guy go. That won it 15 I know, but times I would never. But, but but you won it so many times, but you never you, you never, never said, oh, it's going to come next year. Yeah, you never, start, you never like, oh yeah, it's all mine, buddy. You know, you just never did, and. I can't wait to uh, to be there. I'm yeah. going to be there at the banquet, and I hope to uh, hope to be able to congratulate That'd somebody. Cool. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. a lot of fun. That's fantastic. I just like anytime seeing Dale Jarrett in a suit. Okay. That's a good looking dude, y'all. He just he just makes it look <laughs> like he is ringing a bell. Well, it's almost time to see what you guys fans have on your minds. If you've got something you want to say, just make sure to use the hashtag Wednesdale. We'll answer your questions when we come back. NASCAR America is brought to you by Mobile One Annual Protection. Proven protection for 20,000 miles. Go figure. You show up late. You crash oh, the party. Kidding. Steal the, the last chair. If you come to the racetrack and you're not wearing a racing shirt, you're a closet Kyle Busch fan. I want to give a shout out to your super fan, Tati from Oxford, England. Hey, Heard England. Her on the, no, on the radio. Oh, yeah. That was you. That was my wife. Pretty, I know. <laughs> Arms or my legs? Which one's wider? Which is wider? Mine, my legs. Okay. I win. All right, you win. They've never seen the sun. They're like black lights. Dargan. Dargan. And then your friend? I'm Kurt. I'm Kurt. I am Kurt. Oh, no. Joey put that. Oh, yes, he did. Did it. Oh, I feel like we have to stay here to see what happens. It's hot. It's hot. Okay. We'll be coming to you guys from the infill care center or the restroom, whichever comes first. Didn't Burton say he would give you a hundred bucks if you ate that? I think somebody it was did. you and the other no, Dale. No, me. There was I definitely there heard was money a Dale somewhere from somebody. At least a hundred dollars. Yes. You don't recall no. that at all? No. Really? Whew, that pepper was hot, y'all. <laughs> the, the the key is I was I was on, you, on fire and I didn't you know hear why you say. It was so funny that that Joey didn't remember <laughs> that his wife <laughs> made up a character. He remember he made the mistake in one of his speeches at the banquet. About his wife. <laughs> I forgot he got he her. He called her fiance. Or <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I can't yes. remember exactly what it was. <laughs> Great call. It was a big slip. <laughs> that Hi, is Joey. A big slip. So Appreciate you watching, you. buddy. Hey, it's time for the fan questions. You know what? Maybe some of those Darlington fans sent us questions today. So uh, let's let's get in probably there. Probably not. They're probably still in the infill at Darlington. Well, everybody use the hashtag okay. Wednesday. We appreciate you. Jerry said, what if a sponsor appreciate you. shows up while all this is going on? With Martin Truex Jr., does the team still close down? Man, I don't know. I mean, I uh, imagine that they would, if a sponsor showed up, they might reverse yeah. course. Yeah. Barney. Yeah, you'd have to ask Barney that. Yeah. I think it's possible. You ever heard the phrase, the signs in the yard? <laughs> Our friend George Flanagan's heard that one. The, the signs in the yard, I mean, we're going to put the house up for sale. The signs in the yard. Yeah. It's possible we might not move, but the signs <laughs> in the yard, we mean it. We mean business. This house is going to sell. So Welcome I, to this week's edition of Realty Jokes. Yep, we got uh, more of those. Mr. Realtor. It was never about a house, was it? <laughs> it was never about a house. It's possible. It's totally possible. Uh, yeah. Jerry, if you've got millions of dollars and you want to smile Call him up, Jerry. Martin Jr. Call him up, Jerry. You can save this, buddy. We believe in you. Uh, Sean, his question for Wednesday. What 1990 to 1994 throwback scheme Good Lord. do you want to see? He really did. <laughs> yeah. On the track at Darlington next year. Me personally would love to see Alan Quickie Hooters car next year. 1990 mm. to 94. I mean, that's pretty specific. Yeah. I wonder why he went. 
That's not B-roll. That's too specific. Let's let's take a look. That was a beautiful car. Right, well, now, yeah. now that we're looking at this footage, I'm going to try to find a car that I like. Yeah, find one. Because I, right? I, <laughs> I can't remember what you like. I don't know either. I raced in, and I yeah. can't remember what they look like. You know one car that I like, but it, I don't remember exactly what year it was, but the Keystone light car. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Keystone light car. Keith. Yeah. Keith Stone. The, uh, the 16. Is that what it was? Yeah, Wally yeah. back. I like handsome Harry Gantt stuff, man. I, like, I just like that simple school. I like cars with, like, the faded number. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you can't have the chrome number anymore, yeah. the yeah. faded number is kind of yeah. cool. That's a great I'll tell you what car never bring back. Never bring back that chrome car to the Daryl run. Never bring that back. Never bring that back. Yeah. It's yeah. awful. I hated that. Daryl loves it. He loves that he car. It's the greatest thing ever. Loves that car. I mean, he yeah. tweets about that car once a month. He's probably going to text I, he's you He's probably watching. Is he watching? Remember when he was watching us before? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I threw it out there. <laughs> oh, I love this stuff. You guys. Uh, John wanted to know, you think maybe Kenny Wallace and Justin Allgaier could convince you guys to have a little fun racing in the dirt? You know, those guys love a little dirt racing. And they, they did build a dirt track at Indy. Did you run much dirt? I didn't. I mean, I I, I did not run any yeah. dirt. I, I remember the only time I ran <laughs> dirt was with you at, at Kenny Schrader's dirt track. Oh. And me and you both ran last. <laughs> yes, I we think did. I was behind. I, didn't yeah. run, I, didn't I run had no idea. Either. I didn't run dirt either. My dad know. bought a car from Hall Sellington and said, go run dirt. I yeah. went to like six races and said, I'm not doing this anymore. I can't yeah. do it. I it's can't just too it. much? You're getting too much I, stuff in your hair or what? I, I just, no good at it. I, I just, ran some dirt legends races. Yeah. At, they had a dirt track off the back of uh, Charlotte Murray Speedway. Oh, yeah. Way back, and I'd run there, and I was the first driver in the history of legends cars to actually put a new front clip on his car. So <laughs> I, cr <laughs> I crashed at the dirt no track way. and was the first legends car driver to bend the front clip and need a car clip. <laughs> wow. I, I took my car. I worked at Allison Brothers, who used to build legends yeah. cars back then. I worked there, and I'm like, I, I got to put a clip on my car. Have we ever done that? And they're like, no, we don't know. <laughs> no one's ever done that We're before. trying to put a clip on one. Yeah, wow. So, yeah. No way, dude. Yeah. I think. Oh, my gosh. I, I do think it's going to be they cool. They weren't wrecking hard enough to bend the front clips then. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you're like, hold, hold this. Let me show you guys how it's done. <laughs> Things you never hold thought you'd hear. They're yeah. not wrecking hard enough, people. Yeah. You were too young. It was like, hold my soda. <laughs> hey, uh, cool thing is they are going to race at Indy this week. Wouldn't it be great? What if they could build like a like a short, uh, short track? Right there inside that Indy. Right right out that wouldn't that be, be amazing? Yeah, that you could have like great. a, or I wish you could just find another one that's like close by. Wouldn't that be amazing? Hey, guess what? We're going to show you what's on that VHS tape when we get back. Shout out to IRP. from Indianapolis begins Friday with a special event, USAC Midget Racing on the dirt track at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. It's going to be awesome. Then it's back to the asphalt Saturday with the Xfinity Series and Sunday the Cup Series playoff field is set in the Brickyard 400. You don't want to miss any of that. Ladies and gentlemen, this, this is it right here. Can, can I tell the story? First off, I want before you tell the story, tell me where you found All right, this yes. VHS All right. tape at your house. Start so, there. I was thinking about what's on this tape. It just came to mind, and I went, <laughs> I need to digitize this. So I brought it over to the studio, 
and some of the guys here got together and put it on this stick for me. Thanks, Justin. And, yes, thank you. Right. And so I, Kyle Petty's on this tape, and I was just wondering if Kyle knew that he was on the tape or knew what was on the tape. So you're about to see what's on the tape. I dug it out of my uh, basement, and uh, I'm going to probably try to... You know what? This is going to be spectacular. Yeah. I Let's can tell take a already. look. Just Brought to us by Thomas Oh, what Video. year is this? What year? This is 2001. Oh, oh look, look there Pony I am. Tail. There I am. Okay, so here, here's a race. Where, where here's Junior in the eight car. Yeah, where, am I? where am I? Where am I? Kyle, you're right there on the nose oh, of my car. Oh, that's me spinning around. Watch out, Kyle. <laughs> Whoa, Watch out, buddy. Isn't this a charity race? Yes, this was a charity <laughs> race. This is a charity race between the drivers and there were crew members in the race. Yes, that's right. There were crew guys up there. And that's Kyle, right. Kyle, I was a little nervous about telling you what was on this tape because the, <laughs> that incident had you very angry with me. What? Yeah, he came up. Why? Angry? Yeah. He's here. You guys angry? seem fine. Angry? We're having a great time. We, we see, we're, we're, right? there. we're wearing he, the same color uniforms. He comes up and says, well, we're, having, we're at a charity race having fun. Don't turn me in front of the field on the back straightaway. <laughs> you said, I'll show you. And I said, I'm here to win. <laughs> charity race. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> did you win? I did win the race. Don't, don't worry about that well, poor guy's car we if, just tore up. If over I hadn't there. won the race, I would not have the VHS tape in my basement. Of course not. Excellent. Because then, like, what good is that tape if Excellent. you finish second? Yeah. It's not. Right. No yeah. one keeps that. Did you do a lot of those? No, boy. That was the only one I ever is, did. Was it really? Yeah. yeah. I'm like going out on top. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> charity, charity race champion. Yes. One charity race. Yep. I'll dump yes. this guy, then yep. I'll hang it up. Yeah, I thought it was serious. And it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> we, were, we were we were never serious. We're trying, we like this was Saturday thing. night before the race <laughs> at Watkins Glen. And he's like, you know, our goal is to race Sunday. So like, trying to, we need to get there. We're yeah, here we, for we just got to get through the, yeah, yeah. We're just yeah. we're just making we're just having fun here. That was a fun night. It was that a fun was night. that was yeah. a fun night. Those fans, when you come into a place like that, and you know it, yeah. uh, local fans, when they come and they see Dale Jr. run or. Kyle Petty at the time, or Michael Waltrip, or any of those local, any cup guys that they see on Sunday yeah. at their local track. What it, a novel! A what a novel really cool. idea! I'm glad that it's cool. Did not get T-boned. That would have been terrible. <laughs> and I hey, bad. if that was your uh, 12 car, we yeah, don't know your name right now, but we're going to give you a pre-shout out. 17. Shout out. 17. 17. 17. You didn't even know the numbers. Hey man, these glasses are to make me look cool. I can't see <laughs> a thing. Obviously not prescription. They obviously are not. Hey, uh, coming up, we've got shout outs. And last week at Darlington, we saw all sorts of throwback looks, but one guy in particular may have topped them all. It's part of our shout outs. They're coming up next. Time now to make a social pit stop. Kyle Larson took the checkered flag in the Outlaw Card wow. Showcase last night at Cycle Land Speedway. Kyle and I have been around there. I That's ran the there. track you and I went to. It was awesome, wasn't he it? He kicked my butt at that place also. He I continued it on. The IndyCar Series announced that Robert Wickens is the 2018 Rookie of the Year. We, of course, send our best wishes to Robert, who continues to recover from his injuries sustained in the Pocono race last month. And the Indianapolis Motor Speedway announced that the Grand Marshals for the BC39 dirt track event taking place today and tomorrow are Dan Gertis and Dan Alexander. They both received life-saving organ donations from the late, great Brian Clawson. How cool is that? That is cool. Awesome. That is shout really out to cool. BC. Really we love cool. you, brother. Yes. Hey, guess what? It's time for real shout outs. Are you guys ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Ready. Shout outs. I'm going first. My first uh, shout out is to Chip Wow. Kerry Tharp, all the people at Darlington Motor Speedway. Chip Wild brought this idea up to do the throwback weekend. It was a five-year plan. 
My concern was after the five years, it would be over with. Yeah. But NASCAR has deemed this the official throwback weekend in NASCAR for the next several decades. Good so, on yeah. them. Yeah. Good. It so was amazing. The whole sports embraced it. Kerry Tharp and his team did an amazing job. Yes. Uh, getting Darlington ready for that weekend. So thank you guys. Yes. And it's awesome. That's good. What about you? Okay, shout my, out. My shout out is yours is to the Speedway. Mine's to all the teams and all those guys too. Uh, because I think they do a tremendous job. Wood Brothers especially. Those guys have brought it from day one. But their guy, Glenn Plake, uh, came with the Wooden Brothers here. And Mr. Mohawk here, Glenn Plake, extreme, extreme skier. Met him when I did some stuff with No Fear. Shout out to Glenn Plake. And also, I'm going to add a little shout out here. Shout out to all you people that tweeted me that you hate my man bun. I don't really care. Okay? <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. But a shout out to you anyhow. You Thank it? you guys very much. It was, there it is. It was so high Shout out, time. people. It yes. was amazing the other shout night. Shout out to all you people on Twitter. There we go. It was amazing. <laughs> My shout out's a little different. I do want to give some love to all the college kids that came out. And fellas, uh, don't don't stop wearing those jorts yes. just because the people I work don't with are up. nervous by them. Yeah, there was a big college group of... It was amazing. Yeah. I yeah, it was amazing. That area, but I heard great it was pretty, time. And everybody marvelous. that welcomed me in the stands, uh, I had a great time over there with you. I want to give some love to do-it-yourselfers. You know, a lot of people realize Comcast Xfinity is the way to go, and sometimes you got to figure out how to ditch oh, the dish. God. Take a look. Whoa. Oh, oh there it went. Oh. That's, you know, oh. you know what? Yeah, hit oh. it. Hit it, buddy. Oh! Bust the back window. It landed in the bed. Right? Oh, that would have been points. There's no way. Oh, this oh. guy nailed it. You guys, oh. I had a great time. I did. I did that was too. a fun show. Yeah. Thanks for doing this. Uh, I can't wait to go home and watch the rest of this tape. <laughs> <laughs> but we, you keep winning. We That's know how it ends, right? This is the ones winning. you like to keep watching. <laughs> no matter what happens, it's it's going to be a, a very similar outcome, which yeah. is the great yes. news. But for real, y'all, the, the stands were packed in Darlington. Yes, they were. It was so cool. We had so much fun to be out there. If anybody wants to know what the secret to NASCAR is, it's to embrace the past, bring it to the present, and have fun. Listen, when you go to Darlington, and you, you were spot on on your shout-out, and you've got college kids and Hall of Famers all in the same place. For our sport, that's a huge, huge day. Yeah, It's a party. Yeah, we, hey, remember, uh, this was the, my first weekend on a parade float. We went oh, through that's the, exactly right. Mr. Yeah, parade. we did the Darlington yes, did. Parade. Shout that out was, to you. That's Shout a lot of fun. being on the parade float. This, that's, that's exactly I mean, right. throwing candy to all those kids. <laughs> it's a year of first, man. We it are is. so proud of you. The things that you've done with us. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I want to do that. But y'all were like, you got to do it. It was yeah. great. And if you're wondering, if you're watching MRN, I don't know if you guys even have televisions because yeah. you're all radio. <laughs> you guys are going down next year. Let's take one more look at this amazing up. race. Thanks for joining us Wednesdays with Dale Jr. Spin the we'll end. keep getting set the, the brickyard tomorrow spin on the end, our right America here. 5 Eastern. Until then, spin it to win it. <laughs> the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.